I sort of spent about a year thinking about what's going to be the next big thing in marketing. And it soon became pretty obvious that account-based marketing was the right place to focus my time and energy. And that led directly to Engageo. That is a man that needs no introduction. John Miller is one of the leaders in the B2B marketing space today, both as an executive and as an influencer. As the founder of Marketo, he led the charge for marketing automation adoption and has now turned his sights on account-based marketing at Engageo. In this episode, I'm fortunate enough to discuss the ABM explosion, some of the biggest challenges for the industry, and how he sees it evolving over the next couple of years. The first question I asked him was whether or not account-based marketing is the next iteration of marketing automation in terms of adoption and widespread use amongst marketers. Actually, I wouldn't say that. Like Marketing automation for the first 10 years became very heavily aligned to kind of one style of marketing, which is demand generation, inbound marketing, what I call fishing with a net. And it, and it works extraordinarily well when you care only about how many fish you catch and not which specific fish you catch. But I think the reality is that's one style of marketing. You know, there's another style of marketing, which is kind of based on advertising and e-commerce, right? And, and that works too for a style of business. I think what people are realizing is that there is another style of marketing which is more appropriate for when you're going after specific companies and perhaps even specific people at specific companies where you don't want to wait around for them to swim into your net. You need to reach out to them with a spear. And that's what account-based marketing is all about. So I think what we'll see is a maturation and a more nuanced view of marketing automation where people realize that there's different technologies that are appropriate for different kinds of marketing. And John, how would you describe the growth of ABM? I've sort of seen it as almost an explosion. Um, obviously, you and Sagram sort of jumped in at the same time, and you guys are amazing thought leaders in both promoting it very, very well. But has it sort of been existing longer? It's just sort of been relegated a little bit to the, the background, and now it's sort of in the forefront? Or how would you sort of describe the growth of this industry in the past, you know, a couple of years or so? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, complex marketing has been around for at least 10 years, you know, originally coined by the ITSMA. They've been talking about doing it for a while. And then Sears Decisions you know, picked up on it and also has been talking about it. I think what held account-based marketing back, though, it had sort of a very formal and, I think, restrictive definition. You know, ITSMA called account-based marketing treating each account as a market of one, where you do very, very deep research. You truly understand the buying centers. You understand the people. You know what they like to have for lunch. You, know, <laughs> you go to that level of account intimacy, and then you use all those insights to create very personalized, bespoke campaigns, true one-to-one marketing. And it works incredibly well. Uh, as the ITSMA has shown, it has a higher ROI than any other B2B marketing activity. But I think people look at it and they say, wow, that's really hard. And I don't have staff for that. That doesn't scale. That's only for companies with really big, big budgets, kind of and so on. And so I think that very restrictive definition kind of held it back. And what's happened in the last, you know, probably two years or less is I think the emergence of other styles of account-based marketing, you know, kind of what some people call an ABM light, where you still treat each account individually, but your research is much lighter. Maybe you just want to know a couple things that are interesting or relevant to know. And then your go-to-market is going to be still, still somewhat personalized, but really kind of on a one-to-few strategy. And then there's even a third tier, what some people call programmatic ABM. I, I just call that doing regular traditional marketing with an account focus. You know, i.e., if you buy display ads, 
where your display ads only show to specific target accounts. So I'm not saying one style of ABM is better than the other. They all work great for different kinds of businesses and different kinds of target segments. But it's the emergence of these other styles that I think have, oh, the emergence of these other styles and the technology behind those other styles that, that are sort of unlocking account-based marketing for a much wider audience. That's the spark. And then you have folks like me and Sangram pouring a bunch of fuel on that, which is what's creating a lot of fire. Uh, what would you say, though, is sort of the biggest challenge? I mean, does having these sort of different styles of ABM, does that sort of make it harder to grow and scale? Uh, I'd like to point out two challenges, right? I think the first is there's so much hype that hype creates confusion. Uh, you have every, you know, there's so many vendors who, frankly, do other things, but who are hearing the ABM hype and are kind of jumping on that bandwagon. Um, and, uh, you know, that's fine. They're welcome to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. But the side effect is it creates confusion for the buyer where people just, you know, have just a hard time just trying to figure out who actually does what. Um, and so I think that's actually the biggest challenge. And what needs to happen is kind of a clarification, um, you know, and a recognition that there's probably more than one type of ABM vendor that do different kinds of things. I think that's challenge number one. I think challenge number two is something that I heard from our customers and our prospects uh, when we were researching what to build. And that's the challenge around measuring account-based marketing. The, you know, when people start doing account-based marketing, I think they've run into very quickly the challenge that the way they use, they're used to measuring marketing, using leads and opportunities, and frankly, just by counting stuff, uh, doesn't work in ABM. And, and, and what they find is that they need a new set of metrics that are not about uh, quantity, but are more about quality and are focusing on sort of the depth of the relationship. And are they, are they connecting and engaging with the right people at the right accounts? And without those metrics, you know, quickly people could look at their ABM efforts and they say, I just have no idea if I'm doing the right thing or if it's working. So I think that's the other big challenge. I mean, what is that that pitch in order to get, you know, stakeholders, John? What does that look like if you don't have, you know, the, the KPI sort of in place right now uh, when you're trying to, you know, get buy-in from a CEO or from an executive team? What, what's sort of your pitch or your advice to folks who are pitching this? Well, just imagine, you know, most marketing departments, like the primary metric they use for success is new leads generated. Um, maybe it's new sales opportunities generated. But so much of what you do in account-based marketing is about um, supporting deals that sales is already in to increase win rates and deal sizes. Uh, and it's about actually marketing to current customers to do cross-sell, upsell, and advocacy. Right? If you're only measured using on the traditional marketing metrics of new leads, right, you're not going to spend an ounce of energy doing those other important ABM activities. Right? So you have to have a rethink about how, you know, how you're going to look at marketing and measure its success you know, before you embark on a true ABM initiative. Uh, I know you presented, John, on five metrics for account-based marketing. Uh, is there any way that you can sort of define those in a you know, two-minute answer or you know, highlight one or two of them? Well, yeah. I mean, so the five metrics are coverage, which is basically do you have the right contacts for the right accounts? Because if you don't know who the right people are, you can't reach out to them. Second is awareness. Do those accounts know who you are? Right? Do they have any base level of activity with you? Third is engagement. 
right? This is sort of the key metric, right? Which is, are the right people at the right accounts engaging with you and your company? Are they spending time with you? And is that deepening over time? You know, as a corollary to the engagement metric, there's a concept of what we call a marketing qualified account or an MQA. And it's the, it's the analogy of traditional demand gen, which has an MQL or a marketing qualified lead, but this is account centric, a marketing qualified account. The fourth metric is reach, which is all about are your programs touching the right people at the right accounts? It's a measure of how focused they are. And then the fifth metric is impact, which is all about finding the relationships and the correlations between what you do and the outcomes you care about. So for example, if you hold an, an, an event, you know, for all the accounts that attended that event, did that have an impact on their win rates? Right? Did win rates go up after that event? So those are the five metrics. A great nomic or way to remember them is the acronym ICARE. So I for impact, C coverage, A awareness, R reach, E engagement. I care. What was your biggest surprise from Flip My Funnel uh, Roadshow this year in San Francisco? I don't know if I was surprised, but I was definitely impressed by just the number of people who came out and the excitement that people have to come and learn about account-based marketing. You know, I think that, that 2015 was the year where you know, ABM was all about hype and everyone was saying, hey, you've got to do account-based marketing. And now here we are in 2016, and I think the whole idea is now people trying to figure out, you know, they've heard they need to do it, now it's time to actually figure out how to do it. Uh, and I think that's what drove so many people to come out to the event. Where do you sort of see this of industry evolving over the next couple of years? What, what do you, uh, is there sort of a specific subsect within it that you're, you're you know, looking at? Or uh, where do you guys see sort of, I guess, Engageo, you know, transforming over the next couple of years? Where, where are we really going here? Well, we're really excited about a concept that we call human email. You know, what I realized is that human sending emails <laughs> is the single most important channel for account-based marketing. Hmm. You know, when you have, you know, whether that's an SDR prospecting into an account or a salesperson uh, trying to close a deal or a customer success manager onboarding a new client or even an executive doing a personal invite to a dinner, right? These are all human interactions done often over email and it's a really terrible process today in Gmail and Outlook with a lot of copy and paste. So I think we'll see a lot more top discussion about kind of this human email idea and how it blends with account-based marketing. So, so cool. I love that. I can't wait to, you know, immediately do some more research on that. That sounds so cool, John. How can our listeners find out more about you and about Engageo? Well, our website's Engageo.com, E-N-G-A-G-I-O. The best thing is go to that, our site and you can get a free copy of our book, 124-page guide called The Complete and Clear Guide to Account-Based Marketing. Normally it costs $19.95, but you can, for a little, you know, for a little while longer, you can go to our website and register to get a code to download it for free. Fantastic. Well, uh, be sure to check that out and I'll include a link uh, in the show notes as well. So uh, thanks again, John, for joining me. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. I hope you really enjoyed this episode from Flip My Funnel and we'll check out our other Flip My Funnel episodes in our playlist on SoundCloud. Also, if you enjoy B2B Nation, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. We have the incredibly creative handle at B2B Nation underscore smarter. Thanks for listening.